especially here in America, I think they should like mandate DNA tests or something for a little while because some of these people are just so, I mean, I don't even know what the word is. And maybe, just maybe, we would be a better country if people knew like, okay, well, I got this amount of this in me and this amount of that in me. Okay, I'm looking at my brother. I'm not looking at an enemy. I got you this know, amount of this in me and this amount of that in me. I can't hate this person. I'm a, This person is is technically, I'm a part of them. So yeah. I think that would help. Oh, yeah. Not what you need. And that is all. Nothing to say. Try to take my spot. Yeah, you better pray. Don't run up. Cause I was spray. What up, what up, what up? This is your boy, Matt B. And it's your girl, Angela. And welcome back to Beyond the Music. Now, we thought we would do a little bit, a little something different this time. We have my heritage DNA test. Now, I've never taken one of this, one of these before. How about you? Nah, I've never done any type of DNA test. So this is very new to me. So we're going to take the DNA test. We're going to fast forward this, right? Because for you guys, we're going to go right into it. We're going to dive right into it. But for us, we're going to have to wait a little while. Mm -hmm. So just a little brief history about my family. I've been told that I have Native American, um, that I have, uh, whether it be, uh, I think it's Blackfoot Indian or Cherokee. And I think a lot of black people have heard that, like Blackfoot Cherokee or, or whatever the case may be. I've also been told that I might look a little Ethiopian. So I've been told that I have like Ethiopian in me, like from, from, from East Africa and all that. So I'm, I'm really curious to see if all of that is actually true or whether I'm just going to find out some whole other shit. <laughs> I'm I'm curious too. I mean, um, I have never done a DNA test before, and I've always been very curious to know who my ancestors are and to find out more about where I'm from and where I come from, what my lineage is, and um, I'm very curious to see what mine is going to say, especially because my whole life I've been told a plethora of things of what I could be. I've been I've been black, I've been Japanese, I've been Chinese, I've been Puerto Rican, I've been all of the things, but what I probably actually am. I know I'm black, I'm black and I'm proud, but I would like to know where my ancestors are from and where my lineage lies, and that's something that's really important to me, so, and my baby got this for me, so thank you, Bookie. <laughs> I love you. Uh, you know how we do over here. Mm -hmm. I love you, too. So we're going to fast forward this. We're going to fast forward. We're going to do a little time lapse right now, and here we go. And we are back. Before we open them up, I want everybody to take the opportunity to look at me, look at my features. You can press pause on the video. Look at Angela. Look at her features. Press pause on the video and try and figure out, like, what do you think we are? So press pause for a second, just for a hot little second, and then from there, we're going to dive into it, and we'll see if you're right. Now, for us, it's been a couple of weeks, but for y'all, it's been a couple of seconds. I told you that we wouldn't be going long. We're going to dive right into it. I'm excited to see what I am. I'm excited to see what my wifey is. Me uh, too. As you know, we did the MyHeritage DNA test, and mm -hmm. we're just going to go ahead and dive right into it as usual. We got our iPads in hand. We're going to pull up these test results. I'm nervous. I'm excited. Let's see. Who wants to go first? You want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first because I'm, I'm okay. nervous. Now, <laughs> Why am I nervous? 
It's like a test. (laughs) Now, now I'm just going to do a disclaimer here, especially like I know that I said earlier on that my family has told me like, you know, I got Native American in me, all the rest of that stuff. But at the same time, we also know that black people, even though they lived in Florida and all across the all across America and they lived on reservations because Mm -hmm. when they ran away during slavery to freedom, they often lived with Native American tribes. They also lived in Florida because at the time, um, America, Florida wasn't a part of America. It was owned by, don't quote me on this, but I believe that it was owned by the French or the Spanish. So it was one of their colonies. So black people lived down there. That's where they, that's where they went and they fleed for freedom from, from Georgia, Alabama, and all the rest of those different states. So... With that being said, there when during the during the Trail of Tears, when America finally secured Florida, they sent a lot of the Native Americans to the western areas of the United States, being like California and all the rest of that stuff. And during that time frame, a, a terminology known as five dollar Indians came into play, which is when people of Caucasian descent were buying their way for $5 into the Native American tribes as a way of obtaining property and things like that that the United States government was giving away at the time. And at the same time, they were ejecting black people from those same tribes. So, you know, it's a very interesting dynamic. And I say all that to say, regardless of this test result, you know, this test result is something where um, it's just a, it's a microcosm. It's a fraction of what is really going on inside of anyone's DNA, it definitely should be taken with a grain of salt because depending on the DNA test test that you take, these results may vary drastically. So yeah. it's something fun to do. It's something interesting to do, and uh, I'm excited about it. So let's dive into it. Okay. Get into it, Matt B. Okay, here we go. Drum roll. <laughs> I'm nervous for you. Now, I'm also going to say that my wifey already looked at my test results because mine yeah. came in before hers. So I she know already knows. I just don't know. <laughs> I haven't looked at hers, though. So we're about to see. I haven't looked at mine either. We're about to see. <laughs> Here we go. DNA. Click. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I am 57. Four percent Nigerian, fifteen point six percent West African, mm-hmm. and twenty seven percent other ethnicities. So I'm curious to see what those other ethnicities are. You can click on it; it'll take you there. Okay, so fifty seven percent, fifty seven point four percent Nigerian, fifteen point six percent West African, four point nine percent Masaya. Masia? Why do you pronounce that? I don't know. <laughs> M-A-A-S-A-I, whatever that is. I'm sorry for, for whoever that is. Please correct me in the comments. Clearly, that's you. percent <laughs> <laughs> 3. Central African. Mm-hmm. 8.5% North and West European. So I have 8.5% European in me. Okay. 5.5% East European, 3.7% Finnish. All right. 
<laughs> and 1.3% Italian. Oh, okay, okay. That's uh that's interesting. I mean, I'm actually I I'm not too shocked here. This really didn't catch me too off guard surprisingly, and I'm not surprised that I don't see any uh Native American inside of my ancestry DNA for the reasons that I that I said already, which is um you know, there there were some real funny things going on in the United States government. So I'm really not surprised because depending on what one deems to be Native American DNA strongly determines whether or not that is even traceable right. versus what family tells you or what you've seen with your own eyes. Because I know that my father once again told me that his grandmother uh, was Native American and had long bone straight jet black hair past her butt so i think that this is just really interesting really interesting how you feel about it uh i think it's cool i mean <laughs> i mean I, I think that's dope i mean this would explain so much and i'll, I'll dive into it a little more once, <laughs> once you open up your test results so okay so let's do it oh no okay so i haven't looked at mine so this is completely um new to me um, I'm a little nervous. I'm not really sure why I'm nervous, but we're gonna we're getting good into it. Okay, I'm gonna press the button. <laughs> I'm gonna press it. I'm nervous. Okay, <sighs> let me just press it. DNA. I am forty-five point two percent Nigerian. Um, twelve point one percent English and forty two point seven percent other ethnicities. Whoa! <laughs> so I'm just everything. Whoa! Okay, let's look. So forty five point two percent Nigerian, nine point seven percent Kenyan, uh, six point seven percent North African, six percent West African. 2.1% Central African and 1.7% Sierra Leonean. Oh, Sierra Leone. Okay. And then I have 12.1% English, 10.6% um, so Scandinavian, 2.9% um, <laughs> Iberian. This one is weird, so bear with me. 3% Central Asian. And that's me. <laughs> so was there any European? Is that, that is that the English one? Yeah. Um, it has it like in sections. I don't know if you guys can see, but like here's the map and it shows you like all the different regions. And I guess the bigger it is, the more of that particular region you're from. And then the Europe part. I have 12.1% English, and I think that's up here. It says, oh, and it says Ireland, which is interesting because um, my maiden name, for those who don't know, is Bailey, and Bailey is an Irish name. And from what I've been told, there's probably some Irish roots very, 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 very far, far back in my ancestry. Don't quote me, because now that I have my DNA test results... I can dive into that, but um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of shocked that I'm 
pretty much like predominantly Nigerian. That kind of sh- took me off guard. <laughs> Did it? Yeah, like now you got now you gotta say now you gotta say Chineke meal. <laughs> I hope I said that right. Shit, I'm Don't working on it. I'm Nigerian people. now. You feel me? So I gotta get it right. <laughs> Don't I gotta get people. it. I gotta get it right. Yeah, I'm 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 interested in learning more. Like this is super cool to look at. It is. And uh, what's interesting too is that you're what did you say like 56 or 57 i know it was a large number 57.4 percent nigerian so we're both nigerian okay we might be i'm not now now hold on now we're gonna go into this ancestry dna (laughs) and realize we're like third cousins or something (laughs) right that's Uh, what you're about to do that that's possible though that's really this is crazy i'm 12.1 percent english 10.6% 10.6% Scandinavian and 2.9% Iberian, which is all Europe. So if you add that, that means I would be like a quarter uh, European. And then um, let's see if you add Nigerian is 45.2. Kenyan is 9.7. North African is 6.7. West African is 6. Central African is 2.1. 1.7 Sierra Leone. So that would be like 70, like 71% African. So I would be predominantly African with like 71%. Then I have about a quarter European and 3% Asian. So so if I'm if I'm 1.3% Italian allegedly and 3.7% Finnish, which is also, um, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in Europe, right? Mm -hmm. So that would be 4% European. Then 5.5% East European, which means that now I'm 9.5% European. Then a 9.5 plus 8.5% North and West European. That means now I'm... I think total is I'm, like I'm 18%, 18% European. Mm-hmm. So allegedly I'm 18% European, which means that this would explain this nose. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that nose uh, poked through all them gene pools. They said, we're going to give you this brown skin, but we also finna give you this nose. Man, and this, <laughs> and this strong angular jaw, you feel me? <laughs> You yeah. no, but I. I like your nose. <laughs> so, so allegedly, I'm I'm 18% European, and I am 57. So I'm 57.4% Nigerian, mm-hmm. allegedly. And <laughs> you keep saying allegedly. And 15.6% <laughs> West African. I'm saying allegedly because it's not accurate. The, yeah, depending on the test that you take, this could literally swing. Right. So far, it would be crazy. You have to probably take like five or six different tests from five or six different DNA centers in order to really get a really clear picture of what's going on. Other than that, I mean, this is just, these are just little snapshots, little microcosms of what's really going on in DNA. Although I'm not shocked that, I mean, I'm, I'm so, I have so much African in me. I mean, I'm, I'm a black man. Like you feel me? I'm proud of my heritage. I'm proud that I'm a black man. I'm proud of where I come from. So I'm really proud to see so much, Mm-hmm. African like yeah and I know what country I'm from now 
Mm-hmm. Although, like I said, you know, depending on the test, it could, it could vary. But mm-hmm. I know what country I'm from, which is super dope because now this is going to impact my music in so many different ways. It's crazy. Like, and I'm already working on some new sh- Like, we already know what we've been I doing. Know. Don't tell so, the people. So we lit, boy. Like, we lit. So, okay, let me add this up. I'm 57.4% Nigerian, allegedly, based off of this DNA test. And I'm 15.6% West African, which means in total... I would be 58. Matt B is a human calculator for those who don't know. Like just a random, this has nothing to do with what he's doing, but like, I'll be like, Hey Matt, can you like add this up for me? And I'll give him like eight numbers and then he'll be like, Oh, okay. Carry the two, carry the one. That would be, um, $352 and 67 cents approximately. Well, I've been out of college for a little while. You feel me? So I'm happy it might be a little bit off. So my calculations are off in this video. Please, somebody come treat my dumb ass. But, but based, based He's a human my, calculator. That means based, the human means there might be error. So, so based off of my calculations, I am allegedly 73% African. Mm. That's dope. Yeah. How but do you like, feel about that? That's weird because... Why is that weird? It's weird because I thought that I was more African. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like So you were expecting more like a, like an 80%? I was or expecting like, like 90. Really? Yeah, or like, or like 85 or 90% African. I wasn't expecting a number so low. I, I kind of was expecting that because like you have to keep in mind like it'd be different if you were like born in africa to african parents but like a lot of mixing happened in america over the years and the centuries during the slave trade and all of the other stuff that was going on in history so like you were bound to have a lot of swirling happening between then and now (laughs) yeah yeah that is that's crazy but it's cool to see yeah it it definitely is it definitely is well, I'll start by saying, for all those who thought that I was white and thought that I was not black. Preach. For all those who thought. <laughs> I finally have proof. Because let me tell y'all a story. So when I was a kid, I was always called Light Bright and I was called Oreo and all of the other things for my super light skin, even though I have Afrocentric hair and Afrocentric features. And a lot of people would tell me that even though my parents were black, um, I wasn't black enough. So I was told that I was adopted. I was told that I was half white, even though my parents are both black. So in order to be half white, you would have to have a white parent mixed with a black parent. True. And... That was not my case. And I lived a lot of my life of people trying to tell me who I am and what I was. And it took a toll on me mentally over the years. But now, like, even prior to getting this years before now, I've finally, like, settled into who I am. And I don't really care about what people think Mm -hmm. about me. And... I know and knew prior to even reading this that I was black, but you know it's nice to have some some paper proof, some some digital 
Angela, Angela said, man, if y'all question me one more fucking time, I'm going to tell y'all right now, stop playing with me. Right. I'm 45.2% Nigerian. Get into it. Well, so, and if I were to add up all of this, um, I believe 45.2% Nigerian plus 9.7% Kenyan plus 6.7% North African plus 6% West African plus 2.1% Central African, plus 1.7% Sierra Leonean. That's like, what, 71%? Unfortunately, I wasn't calculating that because I was looking at this map. <laughs> but, I mean, that sounds close to me. I'm pretty sure it's 71%, give or take a, a decimal. And so that means I would be 71% black. Okay. So, basically... It looks as though I am 80-some-odd percent African and 18-some-odd percent European. And, yes. like, I mean, I think that that's super interesting. And it just goes to show, like, people are from all around the world. Like, you don't even know technically what you are or what you have in you. And, like, obviously this is allegedly because these tests vary. But at the same time, I think it's just very interesting because it shows me a snapshot of who I am where I came from, which just helps me, especially as a recording artist. It helps me musically. It helps me creatively. It, I think it's going to help me to pull in some of those elements, especially from the countries that I'm from in Africa, because most people think that Africa is a country, and it is not. It's a continent. Man, say it again, that please. there are a <laughs> whole bunch of different countries and literally thousands of languages that are spoken in Africa. So... To be able to know which country I'm from in Africa is going to help me creatively with music. How I'm going to dive into some of those sounds and just kind of, kind of just pull that out. So I mean, this I really feel like this is an opportunity for me to just do kind of like a, a a homage to to where I'm from, and and I think that that's going to be really cool. So, so stay tuned because mm. y'all never know what might be coming. You feel me? <laughs> um, I think. I think it's going to help you a lot creatively. I think it's going to be, you're going to start wanting to pull from those spots in your music and even in like other parts of your career that aren't music related. Like I know for me, that's kind of where I'm at, where now that I know with a bit more certainty, because like you said, it's not accurate a hundred percent. Now that I know with a bit more certainty where I'm from and what countries my ancestors resides in first and foremost it makes me want to learn more mm. so i want to dive deeper into like my my ancestry and find out like who my relatives are and see how far back i can trace it and from a business perspective it makes me want to offer more job opportunities and more um more things to black women in the industry even more so than I already have and like for me that's gonna that's always been like priority number one is to give black women a an opportunity in the music industry because it's male dominant and predominantly white males and for me I would love to see more black female executives and to serve on Vita Records as the CEO for me that's like really cool and I hope that 
other black women who are watching this are inspired to pursue their own dream in music, whether it's being a musician or if it is being a record label CEO or an artist manager, like I just want to be able to help and inspire in any way that I can. And it also makes me really want to go to Africa even worse than I wanted to prior (laughs) because now I want to like have my feet touch the soil in the motherland and like have someone tell me welcome home. Most definitely. (laughs) Most definitely. So what I'm curious about and probably what I'm going to end up doing and I would love for you to take this journey with me and maybe I don't know maybe everybody from Beyond the Music maybe y'all could take this journey with us too. Maybe it's something dope that uh that we can do once the country opens back up. I want to visit every single one of these regions mm. that I'm from and I would like to see how these people live. I would like to see what their customs are and what languages they may speak and learn about the history, not just in person, but, you know, I'll do some online research and things like that to figure that out along the way prior to going to these countries. But now I know for sure, for sure, that this is going to be on my bucket list of things to do. I'm also going to be taking other DNA tests along the way from other um, places just to see if things vary based off of the DNA test. Although I heard that this DNA test was one of the more accurate ones. So that's something that I'm definitely going to be doing um, as I live out the rest of my days. I'm going to try and figure out, like, what's what's popping in these countries? Like, what's good, man? What's the food taste like? (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely going to go to Africa and see what the food tastes like. Because for those who don't know, I'm a foodie. And I love food. I love food. (laughs) So much. So for me... Not only would I like to go to all of these countries that I'm from, but I would like to go and taste all y'all food. <laughs> so prep your sis a plate because hey. I will be visiting. <laughs> hey, I'll be right there and with somebody you. needs to teach me how to do these dances too. I'm going to be. <laughs> Somebody's got to teach me. <laughs> hey, hit, that sh- hit that one time. Hit that one time. One time. I think was was also really interesting is just how how global this is. I mean, and I'm sure other people's DNA tests are probably even more global than than mine. But I mean, this is like super interesting and and just super super global to me because you know when I think about my when I thought about my DNA, I thought you know I was just gonna have a whole bunch of 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 African in me, I wasn't really expecting that much European. Definitely not as much as what I see here, and um, that kind of that kind of caught me off guard. I mean, like I said, I'm not mad about it, but I, it was just it's just very interesting. I'm interested to see what else I may find out. You know, I'm interested in this three percent Central Asian that I allegedly am. Because it looks like that would be like, I see on the cusp of Afghanistan. And I'm just curious, like, if that truly is accurate, what happened? Like, how hey, did how did that? Don't go to Af- Afghanistan. You got to be somebody's fourth wife. No. <laughs> they about to have you over here talking about <laughs> Taliban. <laughs> Taliban. 
I heard <laughs> you say, say that. I heard you say Taliban more than three times in a video. They ban your video, so stop. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> Matt is messy. <laughs> Somebody pray for him. <laughs> you you wanna know what though? You wanna know what's also really interesting is I'm sure for a lot of people here, a lot of black people here in America, that their test results will vary. But also, I think we have a lot of West African in us, more than mm-hmm. what we know, especially considering even if you look at some of the old maps, some of the old European maps, um, they grabbed, during the slave trade, they grabbed a lot of a lot of African people, a lot of our people from the Congo mm-hmm. and prior to calling it the Congo it was called the kingdom of Judah is what they had on the Spanish maps and the European and the uh in the English maps they called it the kingdom of Judah then from there halfway through they called it uh the Congo and then I think another name was the gold coast being the slave trade African bodies we're taking these people. We're making money. We're going to call it the Gold Coast. So I think it's just very interesting to see that. And it would also make sense as to why we are so talented as a people because we have that in us. We have that energy in us. And we never lost it. Yeah. It just has manifested in other ways. That music, that that creativity, um, when you think about Western Africa, I know for me, I think of of Timbuktu, which was around prior to um, prior to the European Renaissance. Timbuktu was around libraries, beautiful libraries, education. There were people coming from Europe down into Timbuktu to be educated. And then from there, they turned around and then they wanted to say that we lived in mud huts and all the rest of that nonsense. But that's that's a discussion for another day. However, I will say that it's just very interesting. So it just goes to show like that is already in us. And even though we have lost a lot of our history here as black people in America, we still manifest it because we are connected to the motherland. We're connected to our ancestors. And it shows by how we conduct ourselves, um, how we how we worship, um, how we worship whatever it is that y'all worship. I mean, y'all know y'all know my religious background and all that stuff but just it's just very interesting like even if you think about things like praise dancing and things like that a lot of when people shout shouting i watched a documentary just not too long ago shouting derives from african dances and african rituals Mm -hmm. so people think that it's something new that somebody just came up with and they were clever here in america not realizing that that was passed down through the ancestors and the list goes on and on and on. So we are very, very deeply connected to the motherland more so than we would like to acknowledge and or imagine. Yeah, I agree. And I I would personally like to see a lot more accurate black history being taught and not just black American history, because I feel like we, when we talk about black history, we tend to just talk about, like, the American aspect and what happened to black Americans here. But I would love to have people give more accurate depictions of Africa and the different countries in Africa and really dive into the culture 
and the beauty in each city and each each tribe of people. And I feel like we're we're always taught in school like Africa is this poor, desolate place and we never really get to see the true beauty of where our people stem from. And it would just be a breath of fresh air to be able to have institutions in America that actually taught what Africa is really about and not this fantasy made up world that they've created. Like, I'm sure there's areas that are like that, but that is not what makes up all of Africa. It's an inaccurate depiction. And I wish and hope that the American education system will do better because it's truly a shame that we don't get to see and learn about a lot more of this stuff in school and even even the black history that they're teaching and this is also another conversation for another day but even the black history that they're teaching in school about black american history is inaccurate because now they're trying to like water down what happened during slavery and make it seem like it wasn't that bad and make it seem like oh well they yeah they were slaves but they were happy yeah they weren't beaten no, that's that's not true. It's like, come on, please. Let's not do that. Let's not. So I just wish that people would just be honest with themselves about the past because the only way that we're going to move forward as a people is to know our history, the real history, the true history. Because otherwise, all we're doing is spreading confusion and it's going to cause division and a whole lot of what we already have right now because everyone's being taught something different no matter what school they're in or state they're in. And I wish that people would just be more honest. I feel like we'd make it a lot further because history tends to repeat itself if you don't accept it for what it was and learn about it. Otherwise, we're going to be right back here in the next like 200 years if the earth is still around (laughs) in 200 years. Oh, it won't be. No, <laughs> no just me. The, the interesting thing about history is that it is his story. Or her story. We gender neutral around here. <laughs> so whosever story it is, but it's his, it's his story. So it's his story, his story. His story, his story, and everybody's story may vary. Right. And then on top of that, the history, his story is typically told by the people who are victorious. So you never hear the side of the people that aren't. And that is a completely different story. But you know what's sad about that? that, that The stories of people who are victorious are stories of valor, stories Mm -hmm. of greatness, stories of of legend yeah and the stories of people that are on the other side of that are stories of sorrow stories of contempt stories of anguish so we never get to hear those stories and then when you do hear those stories like with our people with people who descend from africa who unfortunately weren't slaves they were captives of war And those stories 
tend to not get told. And then when they are told, they're buried because people don't like the truth. And, I mean, they muted our voices. Yeah. One, because we weren't allowed to learn how to read or write. So there was no cell phones back then. There was no technology to record what was happening. All you could do is spread it by word of mouth and hope that somebody either wrote it down or that you wrote it down yourself. But if you were uneducated, how were you supposed to even do that? Right. So they purposely kept us ignorant for a multitude of reasons. And a lot of the reasons why we don't have as many slave accounts and as many accounts of what our people truly went through back then versus what the white people were going through and the vict- the victories that they had and accomplished is because the the stories that we were able to tell and wrote down a lot of those got destroyed and then the ones that were able to recover they don't talk about them. They don't publish them. They don't put them in the textbooks. They don't talk about them on TV. They don't they barely talk about it on social media. So it's like in order to even get this history and get the stories from our ancestors, you really have to dig. And I mean dig in order to find the information versus if you were to say, "Oh, who's Christopher Columbus?" You're going to get like 18 different books talking about how great of a person he was and how uh, victorious he was and heroic and so amazing and all of these things, not realizing that he was a horrible man. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that because I have my own opinions. But we we don't, here in America, we avoid, we do a lot of dancing around the truth. <laughs> Especially when it comes to our people's truth. And I hope that more people like you and I are curious enough to take their DNA and learn more about who they are and where they come from and where their ancestors are from and do that digging and do that research in order to enrich their legacies lives like we have kids. And I'm excited to tell them in the future this information because as much as I'm able to trace from my family tree and my DNA with coupled with yours we're able to give them like a full picture of who they are where they're from and the history that comes with that and that's like that's a beautiful thing this is stuff that I didn't grow up knowing and a lot of who I was was just a mystery in my mind so to now have that clarity is like a sigh of relief, but it also is like heartwarming and makes me even more curious than I was when I first took the test because mm-hmm. now I just want more and I want more answers. So that way, when our kids grow up, we're able to answer those difficult questions of, well, who are our ancestors? Where are we from? And how do we get here? And what can we do to make sure that we're living a full life as an African-American here on American soil? And I'm, I'm looking forward to like diving deeper into all of this stuff. And I encourage all of our listeners and everyone who watches our podcast to either cop you a MyHeritage DNA or there are plenty of other DNA tests on the market. This is not the only one. Ancestry DNA is another popular one. I don't know the names of the others, but I know that there is a ton 
out there to choose from. So do your own research and figure out which test is in your tax bracket and which test is the one that you feel is the best fit for you. But I highly, highly recommend doing a DNA test and diving more into who you are. It's so important to know, especially as a black American. And I hope that all of this information was helpful because for me, I go to bed and sleep easy at night knowing all of this stuff now. <laughs> I'm, uh, I would say that after doing this DNA test, I strongly encourage for people to take a DNA test, even though, I mean, you know, it's only going to be as accurate as, as it's going to be, but it's a really cool snapshot into one's history. And honestly, the more people that do the DNA test, the more accurate they become. Because right, that's true. Because because they start to mix and match the DNAs and and figure out who's related to who, and that'll help to to create a clearer picture of what's going on. Um, especially if people who are from those countries of origin take the DNA test, because that creates a baseline for them to then feed off of for other people who may not be from that country. So like, if more Nigerians were to take the DNA test, perhaps my percentage of nigerian would go up or maybe it will go down yeah so it would just depend but you know who knows maybe 20 30 years from now maybe more people would have taken it but also especially here in america i think they should like mandate dna tests or something for a little while because some of these people are just so i mean i don't even know what the word is and maybe just maybe we would be a better country if people knew like okay, well, I got this amount of this in me and this amount of that in me. Okay, I'm looking at my brother. I'm not looking at an enemy. I got you this know, amount of this in me and this amount of that in me. I can't hate this person. I'm a, This person is is technically, I'm a part of them. So yeah. I think that would help. I feel like what you just said is super valid and super beautiful because this DNA test should show everyone and I'm not just specifically talking about mine or yours but like DNA tests in general give you a snapshot of who you are but it also shows just how connected we all are yeah because you may identify as a black man as you should because that's what you majority are I identify as a black woman because that is what I'm am majority right however we all have little fragments of everyone else I just found out today that I have fragments of Central Asian. I had no idea. But how many Central Asians have fragments of African in them? Or how many white people have fragments of African in them? Like we all, the point of it, the point of what I'm trying to say is we all are connected. We all are a family. And I hate that we are so divided as a country here in America about race. And I wish more people would acknowledge the fact that, yes, you can identify as your race, but that doesn't mean that you have to hate someone else. That doesn't mean that you have to aspire to be better than another race because we all are are equal. And I hope that one day, and I know it's asking for a lot, but I hope that one day people can realize that we can all love and be proud of who we are and also uplift our brothers and sisters of all different races and colors because that's what God would want. And I I want our country 
and the world to be able to realize just how close we all are. Because sometimes, and I know I'm not the only one who feels like this, it feels like we're all so divided that we're just worlds apart. Mm -hmm. But really, we're all one and we're all connected through these DNAs. So, yeah, I know I'm asking for a lot, but it'd be great to have a world where there is no racism and we all can just be proud black people and white people can be proud of being white and Asians can be proud of being Asian. But in the same breath, we're not being prejudiced towards one another. That yeah. would be a beautiful world. Yeah, I agree. With a lot more peace and a lot less violence. I agree. <laughs> well, I know what I'm about to do. I'm about to use this information. I'm about to go hit the studio and I'm finna make some fire. <laughs> so stay tuned. You feel me? Stay tuned. Because you I, already know and, how I'm coming. Because the album is right around the way. Eating, go pre-order that. And in the meantime, hey, as y'all are, are eating that up, I'm coming with some more fire because I don't stop. Ain't gonna stop. Period. <laughs> and I will be monitoring this fire that's being emitted from Matt B to make sure that it's quality. <laughs> <laughs> we don't come with nothing but quality over this way we do quality control checks here to ensure <laughs> that there's nothing but quality <laughs> so that is going to do it for this episode of beyond the music and let us know what you think hit us in the comments did you see what you expected to see did you hear what you expected to hear if you listening on the podcast was it did it just completely caught, catch you off guard is this something that maybe you're going to do now that you've seen us do it, like, like, let us know in the comments. Let's continue this conversation. This is your boy, Matt B. You can follow me at Matt B. World. That's M-A-T-T-B World. And it's your girl, Angela. And you can follow me at Angela V. Benson on Instagram and Twitter. This is going to do it for this episode of Beyond the Music. The conversation continues. Peace out.